When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. If someone's to ask you uh, what the mood is uh, at West Ham at the moment, I'll just say, look out the window. That's pretty much uh, how things are uh, in East London at the moment. It is really miserable, isn't it? Really miserable day. My word, that's not stopped raining. Really has been awful. And just like, you know, that end of the world, where's that grey? It's like just black and white. It's just no colour. It's just, yeah, a bit depressing, as I say, kind of epitomise exactly where things are at the moment at West Ham. Um, but, you know, I would... I don't want to be doom and gloom. I want us to be try and be as positive as I possibly can. Uh, I was going to do a video uh, solely talking about Lucas Paqueta um, and the injury situation and and the ridiculous um, sort of pressure that we're putting on the player and his return. And I am going to do that, talk about that in a second. But I wanted to do a little bit of a combination because there's been a little bit of news uh, come out in the press regarding Dominic Solanke that West Ham are now linked with the Telegraph running a story. But, you know, very credible and etc., suggesting that West Ham are going to make an offer uh, for Solanke. He's going to be our top target this summer. I, 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 just, I, just, I just want to put my opinion on this, I'd, and I could be way off. I'd, who knows? I mean, I'm just, this is just my view on it. I, as much as I really admire Solanke, and I would be very happy with that signing, he's proven to be a very good player. I mean, he's, he, I feel like he's kind of coming to his own now. It feels like he's hit his stride, which we've all been sort of waiting to see for quite some time with that player. Um, obviously been at Liverpool and Chelsea, wasn't it? And another place. So he's, he's, he's been waiting for him to sort of hit the ground and and uh, get going. But the move to Bournemouth has been really good for him. And he's just, yeah, he's, he's in very good form and a great player. I, I, I've got absolutely no problem with West Ham being linked with Slanky. And I certainly have any problem with West Ham signing Slanky. I just don't believe it. Like, I just don't see it happening. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those I'm struggling to get any kind of excitement over. Someone asked me today about it and was kind of um, quite excited and said to me, oh, you know, you've seen this. How brilliant would that signing be? I, I can't I can't match that enthusiasm at the moment. I, and it might be partly to do with 
the current situation. Do you know what I mean? When, when things aren't going so well, it's hard to sort of get yourself up and excited for, for, for things about um, regarding West Ham. But when, so I, I get that. But also, it's because there's just too much uncertainty at the club. I, we don't even know who the manager's going to be. We don't even know if Tim Stiderton's going to be here. We don't know if we're going to be in Europe. We don't know. We don't know anything. Okay. So that's a major factor. So I can't see how we can be going. That's our top target for the summer. That's who we're going to try and get. Well, how are we going to sell him the club? And we don't even know for a start where we're going to be. And it's a tough sell, isn't it? Let's be honest. I mean, there's got to be a few players looking in thinking, well, if you're Dominic Slanky, for instance, are you looking at West Ham going, that's the place I want to be next season. That is the club I want to be at. Well, he don't even know who's going to be the manager. So he doesn't know what West Ham can offer him. I, I, I do struggle with it. I, and and bearing in mind, this is a player that we've been linked with previously. We tried to bid for. Well, I think, yeah, we did. We bid for, didn't we, previously? Um, I think £40 million. I think it was last January, if I remember rightly. Uh, £40 million. It was rejected. So if we can't get him, then when are we going to get, how are we going to get him now when he stocks higher? I just, it's just something I just, don't see happening. I really don't. I think there are far too many things on the list at the moment at West Ham to get through before we can start going talking about transfer targets for the summer. I really do. There's bigger things in the list. And we know that. And the big one is obviously is the manager and his future. Uh, we've, we've talked about it quite a fair bit. I don't want to talk too much more about that at this stage because I don't, there isn't really much more to talk about uh, at the moment. Um, there'll be a David Moyes press conference ahead of uh, Monday night, which will be um, interesting, I think. It'd be quite interesting to see how what's said. I think there's a lot of scrutiny on Moyes at the moment, a lot of pressure on him. Uh, certainly every West Ham fan, well, certainly for me anyway, I'll be, I, I have to do this because of the work I do for the West Ham way, of course, but I'm sure you'll be joining me in the same and I want to see what he's got to say. I want, I want to start seeing some interesting questions put his way. I think he's getting a bit of a soft ride at the moment from the old press. I don't know why. I don't know why he's so protected. I, I, I do. I'm still scratching my head to understand what why that is the case. Do you know what I mean? Like when you think of, say, for instance, right, Ten Hag, Man United. Just, just picture him when they ever lose a couple of games or things are not going so well. When you had the situation with Marcus Rashford early in the season, he gets absolutely like grilled on these, and they get they really put him to the task, and he has to sort of defend himself and. Uh, and they will challenge him on certain things. It just feels like David Moyes gets a sort of, I don't know why, but it's sort of free pass. It's almost like he just, the questions are quite soft. And, you know, when you consider the, the Forest game and this form that we're in and the situation that we're finding ourselves in at the moment, the pressure the, the manager's under, it does feel like he doesn't really get pushed too difficult. You know, the questions are quite soft on him. I just, I want to see a bit more. And, and... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know, I want to see how he's going to what the message is going to send to the fans, because the message we're getting so far hasn't been great, in my opinion. I, I don't quite like it. So it will be interesting. But back to Solanke. Um, yeah, as I say, I, I'm pleased with the link. I'm pleased that the fact that a player of that calibre um, is being linked with West Ham. And I do like the fact that where it's come from as well, this is on the backstage uh, back page sorry, of the star, you know what I mean? Or the, the Sunday sport. Saying, oh, you know, West Ham and Freeman. It's not a lazy article. It's a de- it's a it's a well written article to suggest that this is the case that West Ham have made him a top priority uh, target this summer. If that's the case, and that's the um, the, the way we want to go uh, in terms of bringing in a striker, I've got no problem with Dominic Slanky at all. I think that would be a great upgrade. Um, I, I, but I just don't see it at the moment. I really don't. One, I don't. He, we're not going to get a free run at him. Let's be honest. One, Bournemouth aren't going to bloody want to sell him. I, I can't see that being the case. The player may fancy a change now, and I can kind of understand that. And that's no disrespect to Bournemouth. I, I really like Bournemouth. I've got a big soft spot for that club because of uh, that's where our missus is from. So I know Bournemouth really well. Um, but I just don't see any other clubs not coming in for him. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure there's clubs that can offer more and probably clubs that are a bit more stable can offer him a route there. Uh, as I say, let, let's wait and see how it pans out. I, I'm pleased with it in terms of the calibre of player, but I just don't... I, I've just... I can't see how that we can start identifying who our top targets are at the moment. It just doesn't seem correct when we don't even know what's going on. We don't even have Tim Stuyton's going to be here. He's supposed to be linked with Liverpool. It just it just seems a bit a little bit too early to be to be getting any kind of excitement about what we're going to be doing this summer. There's far too much to go on this season at the moment, and we don't know the futures of our manager, etc. So, yeah, it's it's one that I, I like, but I'm just sort of like, no, that's good. That's as, that's as excited as I can get. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay, good one. Nice, pleased to hear that, but that's about as far as I think it is at the moment for me um, in terms of Dominic Slanky to West Ham. But look, I'll, you know, it, it could gain some legs and, uh, and maybe something will come from it. Who, who knows? And we could be seeing him at West Ham next season. That'd be great. But it's crazy, isn't it, to think that we are talking about replacing a striker that left in the summer. Do you know what I mean? Like... And bearing in mind that Skamaka was the replacement for Hilaire, and it took a year to get that one done. It's almost like we've been trying to replace Hilaire for two years now. Do you know what I mean? It is absolutely pathetic. It really is um, how we've just we've handled the striker situation. It's it's, it's laughable, really. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I I just find it a little when it comes to West Ham and strikers, it, it's quite an exhausting one, isn't it? It's almost like you just sort of sigh and go, "Oh God, really? Who are we link with now?" Because we never get the player we want. We never ever seem to get our top target. So that makes me laugh. Even when they say West Ham have made Solanke a top target, you also go, "Well, you want to, we must write that off then." Because we never get our top target. We never ever get the player we really want. We always have to go second best. Even when you consider players like 
even Paqueta. Paqueta was never a first choice uh, player for us. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm glad we've got Paqueta. He was never a first choice signing for West Ham ever. You know, it, it really is. It, it really does. I find it so frustrating how this club operates. It's just we never seem to identify the exact player we want to go absolutely at them to get them. Amanda the Brozier, you know what I mean? A couple of seasons ago, a couple of summers, wasn't it? Maybe even a summer ago was our top, top target, our top choice. We No, it was. It was, a, yeah, it was the summer we got um, a Skamaka, wasn't it? He was our top target. Our top target. We're going to get Brozier. We're going to get Brozier. That's the one we want. We, we spent all summer going through. We really wanted him. Couldn't get him. Went for Skamaka. It, it, we never quite get these uh, deals over line. So, yeah, I, I do struggle to get the excitement when it comes to um, West Ham and top targets, and especially when it's a striker. But look, as I say, it, it, it could be great news and it could mean West Ham are going to get a player that's Premier League experienced and, you know, England and all these kind of things that you can see from uh, Solanke go, wow, you know, highly sought after player uh, and could be coming to West Ham with uh, a potential score in 20, 30 goals a season, possibly. But I, I'll believe that when I see it, that one. I think uh, I think that's what I'm going to say about that. Um, Lucas Paqueta now. Um, don't have, as I recall this, don't have a real up, concrete update in terms of his availability for the Brentford game. That to me suggests he's probably not going to be available. I could be completely wrong. Um, we, we did have it um, down that he was getting closer to fitness. Uh, Claren Hugh have put up an update, I believe it's from Claren Hugh. I, I might be wrong there, but I, th- I think it's Claren Hugh that have suggested that he's going to be out for another two to three weeks. I, as I recall, I just don't know that for sure. As I say beforehand, we sort of thought that he was getting closer. So I really do hope he is going to be available for Brentford. I am going to say, though, right, in regards to this whole Paqueta thing, I, I, it's ridiculous, absolutely mental, that we are in a position where... We are so reliant on one player to return. Like, absolutely. So, like, we are literally... David Moyes even said it. Like, well, we haven't had Paqueta. You know, we can't score. It's almost like we can't score a goal. We can't win a game until Paqueta's back on the pitch. Don't get me wrong. Paqueta's a great player. I understand he gives you that creative outlet. Why have we not got this sorted out? Like, how can you be in a position where you're absolutely reliant on a player... To, to, to win your games. It's it's just a one player. You know, well, we just had January. Why don't you bring someone else in? I'm not saying go and get another Paqueta, all right? Someone said that to me before. Well, yeah, what, are you going to go get another Lucas Paqueta? No, but go and get another creative midfielder in. Go and get someone in that can fill the gap. Or, if you, or, or bring in a, an academy player, at least, that can just fill that shoe just for a little while and say, look, go in. Just, just, just We understand it's going to be a big step up, but look, just someone can fill the gap. Well, you haven't got anyone. They don't use anyone. It's, it's ridiculous. And there was a debate on um, the West Ham Way podcast between Dave and X on Patreon um, earlier this week. And they talked about this. And I, I, I sort of actually disagree with um, what was said by X, actually, because X was saying about, well, other clubs have the same thing. If you took their best players out, they'd struggle. Correct. But we're not talking about a whole few players here. We're talking about one player. If Arsenal lost uh, Saka... Do you know what I mean? They wouldn't go, well, I sit there and we're knackered. We, we can't win a game. That, that's, that, we're going to lose now the next few games. We can't win any matches until Saka comes up on the pitch. It might hamper them slightly. It might slightly, it might knock them slightly out of their performance levels, might drop, let's say, from, you know, let's say, call it 100% if everyone's fit. They might drop to 95 or 90 if they lose a key player, but they'd still be able to get results. And you'd say that for every team. You'd say, you know, Tottenham, if they lost Son, yeah, it'd be a blow to them, but they could still carry on. But West Ham, no. If we lose Paquetta, that's it. We're absolutely crippled. And and uh, and you've got to suggest that it's it's putting on 
a lot of pressure, isn't it, on the player? A lot of pressure on Paqueta. Unnecessarily so, and probably unfairly so on the player, because he's probably thinking, well, now you're saying, now I'm back, we go and win games. What? And also, here's the question as well, what happens if it doesn't? So what happens if Paqueta comes back for Brentford and we lose 3-0? And we play badly. Then, then what? Then what? Do you know what I mean? It's it really is um, a bizarre situation we're finding ourselves in, and, I, and one I don't like. And I don't like the fact that our managers actually come out and suggested that this was a, a big problem. Not having Paquetta available is a big problem. I, I just don't like it. I really don't like that. If it was a say three or four key players, if you said "Oh, Bowen, Paquetta, Kudus, uh, Alvarez, and all that are out." This is why we're suffering. You go, yeah, fair play. I mean, that's a that's a whole team, you know, half your team there of, of absolute quality you're losing. We're not we're not out of those players. We've got Kudus who's absolutely you know, he's fit, he's supposed to be well, we know he is a fantastic player. We've got Jared Bowen, who's supposed to be challenging to get into the um, European uh, the squads for the Euros uh, with England this summer. Alvarez, highly regarded, as I've said. You've got, you know, you've got top players, James Ward Prowse again, supposed to be knocking on the door, wasn't he, for England squad. Got all these players available. And we're telling you're telling me, well, n- none of this can work now without Paqueta. It, it's it's quite, it's a bad position to be in. It, it doesn't look good on the club. It's my point. It, it it's not a good look. You've just had January and you didn't address it, and now you're coming back and saying, now, we're, well, we can't we can't win a game. We can't score a goal because we haven't got this one man. It's really poor. I'm, I'm really frustrating, and I don't I don't like it. Don't like it at all. I don't like that. I, and, and the fact it puts a lot of pressure on the player. A player, by the way, was probably going to lose in this summer. By the way, so good luck with that one. And. Um, Really, really annoying. I'm, I'm not not happy about it, but it is what it is. Um, as I say, uh, we don't know the situation though with um, Paqueta. We don't know exactly as of yet. I'm really hoping we get a decent update on it. I've I've actually sent the message uh, before doing this video. I should have done that earlier uh, to suggest to ask. Sorry, um, if uh, where where we are with um, with Paqueta. Yeah. So. Uh, the only, as I say, the only update we've heard really is sort of the Claret and Hughes, Sean Whetstone route, um, which is uh, it's going to be a few weeks for Paqueta. But we've had no verification of that. We had heard a little while ago that he was progressing well. So I'm really hoping that's not actually the case. Um, it'd be a big blow. Let's, let's make no mistake. It would be a big blow. It's it's Something's got to change, isn't it? Something's got to give it West Ham. We need, we need something. Because I'll tell you what, um, got a big game coming up Monday night, Brentford. It's a big game. Big, big game, you feel, uh, with David Moyes, the pressure he's under. Um, it's, it, and it's not just the result. I mean, the result is obviously very important. It's a performance. We've got to see a better performance in West Ham. Got to start seeing some fire. With or without Paqueta, I don't want to keep hearing about that. Yeah, well, we can't do anything without Paqueta. That, that's not good enough. It, these players need to step up now. The manager needs to step up. Um, it's a big, big week week coming up for us. Um, and of course, we've got the uh, the draw as well for um, the Europa League. That's going to be interesting. Quite excited about that. Um, but, it's, you know... Hard to sort of imagine us doing well at the moment, isn't it, in the Europa League? It really is. It's hard, but the way things are, it's really difficult to see any kind of um, uh, sort of route to success at the moment this season. It really does. It feels like we're on a bit of a slide. But, look, it could all change. A, a, a big result against Brentford, a good performance, and everything could feel very different very quickly. Uh, and Moyes has got to he's got to achieve it. He is. I, I, I mean, I've talked about David Moyes and my feelings on um, his position overall, but... Um, I, just focusing on this season, man, I still want West Ham to do well. I really do. I want to see us achieve things. I want to see David Moyes get this team clicking because it's, it's such an important uh, season for us. We want to do well in, the, obviously, the Europa League, but we want to finish in those European places. We want European football again. Um, it's got to start on, on, against Brentford with or without Lucas Paqueta. <laughs> Oh,
Podcast Network.